All right, happy Tuesday, everybody. So uh, Tuesdays are usually pretty busy days for me, um, besides uh, daytime work and uh, studio prep work at uh, WWFM Jazz on 2. I have live radio over WIMG 1300, and that's also taped television for rebroadcast over WPHY Channel 25 in Mercer County, New Jersey. So with uh, my daughter being back to school and everything, um, I try to get home usually before her and try to get some dinner going. And so, as I mentioned before, oftentimes dinner is a combination of what's laying around. And uh, earlier this week, I picked up a rotisserie chicken, which we sort of picked at, but we didn't really finish it. And um, the weather today is a bit gloomy, a little chilly, a nice fall day as we prep for Hurricane Matthew, the remnant of that coming through, so it's been pretty cloudy all day. So I was really feeling like a pasta dish of some sort. So instead of going with a traditional red sauce and uh, not doing anything crazy because my 13-year-old's not really into uh, any obscure sauces or anything, so I'm going to take the rotisserie chicken, add some veggies to it, and uh, serve that with some pasta. So what I'm going to add to this is uh, onion, garlic, two medium carrots, I'll have some frozen broccoli, um, a can of diced tomatoes with lime and cilantro, which I've really been filling lime lately. Now I'm uh, julienning to some extent, or long way chopping the carrots, which are going to get cooked down with the onions and the garlic. And I think because of the weather today, that's one of the reasons why I was feeling uh, a pasta dish. You know, pasta is always one of those uh, carbohydrates that sticks to your ribs. I know a lot of people nowadays steer away from pasta, you know, because of health concerns. And, and I get it. I'm just thankful I'm not one of those folks. But I'm sure there are, are alternatives. about done chopping up these carrots and then we'll uh, kind of simmer everything down nicely and the noise that the cutting board is making is because this is one of those uh, novelty cutting boards that actually has a uh, opening under the bottom. So over to the Frigidaire range. Um, not sure how long we'll keep this, but it's uh, worked out and it's been good for 10-12 years. 
So the vegetables, meaning the carrots, onions, garlic, are going into the saute pan uh, with some olive oil. And we'll let that cook down a bit. And then we'll be back. Okay, while the onions, carrots, and other uh, seasonings are sauteing in olive oil, I'm going to uh, debone some of this chicken. There's a decent amount of breast meat on here, so I'll use a lot of that and some of the thigh meat. And I'm just hand pulling this off. It's one of the things I like to do. I remember a massage therapy school friend talked to me about how um, her and her friends would get together and get some rotisserie chickens after hanging out at the beach and then come back in the backyard and have at that rotisserie chicken just pulling it apart by hand. I always thought that was pretty cool. A little barbaric when I first heard it. But um, one of the ways I like to get into rotisserie chicken. Okay, so I've got the onions, carrots, seasoning all sauteed up. Carrots are softened nicely. So uh, added some homegrown crushed red peppers, hot red peppers. And um, I had about half of the chicken left, so what I've done is broken that half and taken the white meat, some of the thigh meat, I'm going to put that in with the pasta, the legs and the wings and a bit of the carcass. I've started um, boiling down because I'm going to make a homemade chicken soup as well. I always like to have a little saltiness, um, usually from a cured meat of some sort, smoked meat, um, usually with my pasta. So I've got some Virginia ham lunch meat, not the traditional watery lunch meat that, that some people may be used to. This is some pretty good stuff from a local market. It's a thick cut. So I've got a, probably a, a quarter cup of that that I'm going to mix in with the chicken, the rotisserie chicken, and then we'll go from there. Um, typical. Um, I didn't do a, a survey of my inventory. So I'm down to just a few boxes of pasta. And we have angel hair, orzo, penne, uh, medium shells, and ziti, as well as a box of fine linguine, which is what I'm going to be using today. I'm not sure how that's going to work out with these textures, but that is what it will be. All right, so I've got the pasta in the boiling water. Um, the chicken, ham, veggies, etc., are sauteing. And the soup has been started nicely. So what I'm going to do now is add a couple of carrots. Again, 
two medium-sized carrots to the chicken, chicken legs, wings, and a bit of the carcass. And we also made, uh, or Maddie made some potatoes last night, some fingerling potatoes. And she jazzed them up a little bit with some butter and a few other things. So I'm going to take those and toss them in with the soup. So like so much of my life, it's not from a, uh, I guess, traditional or formal education. It's, you know, trial and error. And I'm, I think I've been very fortunate that um, my parents were always encouraging me to try some different things. Um, my dad did a lot of cooking in the house when I was a kid. Um, and uh, I'm the youngest of seven. So I guess by the time I came along, there was only so much that my mom was going to be doing. So uh, I learned at a young age how to cook. Um, not necessarily anything special, but um, how to read and directions, follow directions, should I say, and put meals together. And, um, you know, back then, uh, middle school and high school had home education, home ec classes. So I remember taking those and, um, you know, learn how to do laundry and, and all that stuff. So I found that now that I'm an adult, I'm glad I did because uh, a lot of that trial and error I experienced already. So right now the pasta is boiling. Again, the chicken and ham with seasonings is uh, sauteing, waiting for the pasta to get done. The soup, which will you know I'll let cook for several hours, is doing just fine. Just added the carrots to it, which were cut. Rough, rough cut, um, half inch size, and now I'm cutting the leftover fingerling potatoes. I've got about a cup of those that's going to go in with the soup as well. And I always try to make food for, you know, not only the three of us to have a meal, but also for at least two of us to have lunch or a second meal. And we don't really waste a lot of food. Um, something else that um, I learned at a young age. My, my mom is one of 13, and her mom would always do the cooking back in those days. And she would, uh, you know, so at any given time, there would be a lot of nieces, nephews, cousins, friends, um, in-laws, etc., over to uh, set... 256 Yonville Road over at Lee's house and you could eat all you wanted. You could eat as much as you wanted, but you were just asked to not be wasteful. So that's something that uh, I instill with my daughter and um, she gets it and that's a uh, part of the, the mantra for us as a family. Whole nother generation. So thanks for listening and tuning in. Again, this is part of uh, a few things that I'm doing, you know, a bit more exposure about who I am as a person, uh, some of the things that I'm really interested in, and uh, trying to encourage other people to get involved in doing different things, trying different things, um, all with the idea that when we share information and share experiences, we can build a better community for everyone.
You can follow me on Facebook, Jacques Howard or Trenton 365 Show or Lifestyle by Mons Brindled. And you can send me an email, Trenton, T-R-E-N-T-O-N, the numbers 365 show at gmail.com. 